podcast is brought to you by Tim Cole, the author of a new book entitled The Compass Solution. In podcast number 652, Greg and Tim discuss the four cardinal points essential to winning and surviving in our work environments. Those four cardinal points are personal accountability, people, process, and perspective. As Tim explains in his new book, The Compass Solution, we all need a GPS to guide us in having a successful career, and his book guides the reader to understanding what it takes to make that happen. I know anyone thinking about a new position or breaking out on their own as a free agent will love this interview with Tim. Please listen to podcast number 652 with Tim Cole. You can learn more about his book by going to www.thecompassalliance.com. Thank you for listening. Welcome back to Inside Personal Growth. This is Greg Voisin, the host of Inside Personal Growth. And for all of you who listen to me from around the world, thank you, thank you for uh, everything that you do. I'm in much gratitude. I actually see the numbers of people that continue to come into SoundCloud and the website. And uh, Craig, I always just say, without them, there wouldn't be me. Uh, and the reality is, is that uh, we're now in our 12th year of doing these shows in over 656 podcasts. So we have Craig Filek joining us. Uh, Craig is joining us from upstate New York. Uh, Craig has a website called PurposeMapping.com. He reached out to me. As most of you know, I primarily interview authors. I don't see a book by Craig, but I was intrigued by this website. And um, he and his assistant um, actually contacted me about uh, Craig's program called Purpose Mapping. So for all of you who are listening, uh, we are going to send you to purposemapping.com forward slash inside personal growth. We will have a link in the blog for that. Uh, good day to you, Craig. How are you doing? I'm doing great. It's good to be here. Well, it's good to have you on the show. And thanks for taking some time to talk about um, your purpose mapping uh, program, which you have created. Um, it is uh, a program which is a combination of, I think, Craig's life work of studies. When you go to his website, you're going to see about uh, 500 books behind him and his pictures. Um, he's obviously a, a ferocious reader. Uh, he's pulled a lot of content and creative content together to help you get to your purpose more quickly. And Craig, I'm going to let my listeners know about a little bit about him. Uh, he's the guide of this journey, a creator of Purpose Mapping. Um, he's a committed partner, father, and philosopher coach um, with over two decades of experiencing and facilitating transformative inner work, health, biohacking, authentic, uh, relating, and agile entrepreneurship. He's also the founding member of the Integral Center in Boulder, Colorado, uh, enriched by a decade of applied studies in Ken Wilber's Integral Philosophy. Um, so for many of you who have listened to prior podcasts, we've done several interviews with Ken. Um, his work is informed by factors proven to catalyze human growth and fulfillment, and he created Purpose Mapping to bring uh, his own life into alignment. Well, it's a pleasure. Uh, you know, you and I have uh, many uh, commonalities here of the people we know, the books we've read, the courses we've taken, and the things that we've done, Craig. And, and purpose has been one of those things that I think is the driving foundational thing uh, behind everything that we do. Yeah. But if you would, um, you know, I looked at your LinkedIn profile, and honestly, you've got a, an interesting background. You know, it's 
Um, it, it's got some uh, degrees in, um, I thought it was graphic design, philosophy, um, you know, and you're, you're pretty interesting that site. So tell our listeners a little bit about your background and why are you so passionate about helping people arrive at defining this purpose statement and living it? Well, it's very much what you said, Greg. It's the core of who we are and why we're here. You know, I was a philosophy major. That's what I ultimately got my degree in. And a good philosopher always begins by defining their terms. And so to define purpose, it is the reason something or someone exists. So it's the core of everything. And when we lose that center, when we lose our core through socialization and conditioning and schooling and, you know, just what society will do as we're being raised to enculturate us, we lose our center. We lose touch with that authentic core of who am I, why am I here, and what should I be doing? What's going to bring me fulfillment? And that was my story. You know, I was adopted at birth, and so it was a lot of, it was very confusing for me because I I was sort of the, the ugly duckling, you know, as, as I say, a, a watermelon growing in a cabbage patch. And so it didn't really fit the mold of what I was raised in. And by the time I got to college and really started exploring the world of ideas, uh, it became clear that there were there was a, a long tradition of people all the way back to, you know, pre-Socratic philosophers that were looking at what is the good life? You know, what, what brings ultimate fulfillment? And today, you know, 2,000, 2,500 years later, we've got positive psychologists and people like Jamie Whale and Stephen Kotler, who I know you've also interviewed uh, at the Flow Genome Project, talking about, you know, what is it that ultimately makes life meaningful? And I think it comes back to this question of what is my purpose? So that's how I got into it, and it just hooked me, and uh, it's been 20-plus years I've been, I've been pursuing this. And purpose mapping is the, the distillation of everything I've come across because everybody's pretty much talking about the same stuff in different words. So the Tony Robbins, Stephen Covey's, you know, Michael Gerber's of the world, they're all discussing the same things, the Napoleon Hills and Andrew Carnegie's. It all comes back to purpose using slightly different language, but when we boil it down, the real question becomes, now what do I do about it? Great, I'm clear on my purpose. How do I make a living with this? And that's where things get interesting. Yeah, I think that's the intersection of, you know, you talk about being and doing. The reality is, is defining your purpose is truly about that essence of who we're becoming in the process of uh, this human experience that we have here on the planet. And, you know, in, in relating back to that, you talk uh, during the video that you give away for free, which for all my listeners, you'll get a link to that. Um, it's a great way to start mapping your purpose, which is what really Craig is all about, is helping you map this out. I've seen so many ways this is done to try and help people help people get there, Craig. But you have a, a very good, unique quick way to help people get there. And he, you speak about the power of flow and the Flow Genome Project and Jamie Weil and Stephen Kotler and, um, you know, all the people that have written about flow. I can never pronounce Chi Hai Mishi Kanshpi, whatever his name is. Yeah, exactly. You know, I always get like, uh, my tongue gets tied when I try and uh, do his name, although I've read his books. Um, how do you recommend helping people uh, get into flow for, in as you say in the video, greater productivity. I actually think flow 
is I'd like to put a word on the end of that. I'd like to see it as not productivity, but creativity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think, you know, so, the, well, what's interesting about, go ahead. No, I'm saying, how do you help your clients through this mapping process get to that essence of productivity slash creativity as defining their purpose? Great question. So I think that I love the, you know, adding the creativity there because I do think that it is a very creative state and it is highly productive. Um, You know, the internet was built by computer coders in flow, right? Our favorite musicians and athletes, the reason we love watching them is because the mirror neurons in the front of our brain are associating, oh yeah, I kind of know what that's like. Like I've had that sort of experience, but you know, let's be honest. I'm never going to be Michael Jordan, right? I'm never going to be, uh, you know, Michael Jackson. I have to be me, right? You have to be you. And that's a very unique snowflake kind of situation. So if I'm trying to get into flow by imitating somebody else who's amazing at getting in flow, whether it's a great musician or, you know, uh, anybody. I mean, a stock, a stock trader can be in flow when they hit the trading floor. There's all sorts of ways of getting in flow. So what I help people do is identify what is your unique trajectory. What is the reason you're here? What are the signature strengths that you employ that when you really push yourself, you know, as as Jamie Whale and Stephen Kotler write about in their books, flow happens just 4% beyond what you believe you're capable of. So by identifying your signature strengths and pushing yourself just a little bit beyond your comfort zone in that direction, that's where you hit flow. And in that moment, you don't have any questions about your purpose. You're living it. You know, one of the definitions of flow that Mihai Csikszentmihalyi writes about is intrinsic purpose, right? I'm doing this thing because it's just so intrinsically gratifying. There's no, I'm not doing it for a paycheck. I'm not doing it, you know, to gain anything or avoid anything. I'm just doing it because of the sheer joy of being alive and being able to do this. And there's clues there. So I'm looking to help people identify what is that trajectory for you so that you can put in the time every day to develop mastery in that direction and hit those flow states that answer the question experientially. Who am I? Why am I here? Not conceptually. So question for you, Craig. I think that uh, many of my listeners have been listening to this show for years. Um, I'd say, look, uh, Ken uses lines and levels of consciousness. People are at varying levels of consciousness. And when it comes to purpose, and I have a particular belief that I think many of these listeners uh, also adhere to, which is, you know, uh, there are only two things. There's suffering and the end of suffering. And that suffering is a result of the level of consciousness um, that we live at with relatively to our worldview and purview. And to get to this purpose statement, we have to move into a whole new realm. And then to live that purpose statement, we have to move into a whole new realm. Do you agree? And if you do, um, how are you helping people, you know, elevate those levels of consciousness to maintain that mental state that's required to live their purpose versus falling back down into 
you know, the ego driven side of things that's telling us this is what we've got to do and so on. Yeah, that's a that's probably one of the my favorite questions I've ever been asked in the interview. And I love that you have some of the same references for, for instance, Ken Wilber's work. Uh, so Ken has a quote that I really love. And he says that, and may, this might not be him, but, you know, he, I heard him repeat it. He says, uh, enlightenment is an accident, right? So we could, we could just take out the word enlightenment and say flow is an accident. Meditation makes you accident prone. So it's the sitting and the doing every day, even though there's no, you know, direct uh, reward or result for a long period of time, right? This is what developing mastery is all about. But there's a committed... Uh, a passionate commitment inside that I'm clear that this is the direction I need to go, this is the practice I need to do every day without fail, and then eventually, you know, something starts to light up inside of us. But we can't control that. Well, I think flow is the same way. I think living our purpose is the same way. We need to identify what is this thing that I need to be doing every day to get myself in alignment with my purpose, to hit that flow state. And so that's how I help people is I, it was, we really boil it down. You know, the Internet is swarming. You, know, you look at Facebook, there's a bazillion different people trying to sell you, do my method, you know, try these practices, do these things. And I try to boil it all down and distill it all down to things that are really simple. Yes, meditation, great for most people, not everybody. Making a gratitude list, proven to put dopamine in your brain, great way to start your day. But when it comes to what are you going to do for your career, should you be in sales, should you be in design, should you be in uh, logistics, right? What is going to put you in flow? Should you be a lawyer? Should you be a doctor? It's not, it's not a one-size-fits-all kind of thing. So identifying right. what are the practices that are going to get you the best possibility of having that happy accident of, whoa, I just lost all sense of time and uh, effort went out the window and I was just in this zone of genius, that's what I'm helping people pinpoint. Well, and you're doing it in a unique way as well. Now, you have this interior map you actually show in the video drawing on an eight and a half, eleven sheet of paper um, that's denoted by being, doing, feeling better, and feeling worse. Um, there's four sections which ultimately lead into a triangulation. Um, speak with us if you would, because at the essence of this, you've created a process. You've even registered, trademarked kind of the process. I don't know if you've trademarked it, but you've registered it. Um, and it's very clear on the site that, you know, you're proud of this work. That's great. I love that. But the reality is, is that you're trying to help people formulate something that maybe many of them haven't worked in a long time. So give us a very brief snapshot, if you would, of, you know, within a half an hour in that video, what they're going to end up doing is being able to create their purpose statement. Now, the, the bigger question is living it, but they can create that statement. Yeah. So what's your question? So tell us how you do that. Tell us about this triangle, you know, that you've got and how it works to help us get there quicker and without less suffering in the process to try and figure it out, because you do have a unique little process there. Yeah, yeah, thank you for that. I, you know, the piece that's been missing, and, and, and as you're aware, there's so many people talking about purpose, so many people, I mean, it's, it's a huge, it's a buzzword, it's a zeitgeist now, and, and there's a reason for that, you know, there's 80 million Generation Y 
uh, young adults that are demanding companies have a purpose. They'd rather spend money and work for uh, these companies that have a clear purpose. And these companies with a clear purpose are experiencing compounding annual growth rates 400% more than their peer companies in the S&P 500 that don't have a clear purpose. So there's a lot of people talking about purpose. And I see a lot of similar things, you know, find out what you love to do and, you know, do more of it. Yes, there's clues in all of this. The triangulation is basically a Venn diagram, right? If you take all of these different circles of different people's processes and all these authors that I was mentioning earlier, all these people that you and I have both read, if you overlap what they're all saying, there's a white hot center where all of those circles overlap. That's what I'm interested in. That's what okay. I learned from Ken Wilber, right? And, yeah. and right, and the so integral what, process. You basically integral are process. integrating. Um, you're using forms of the integral process in defining purpose. And you've look for a lot of people. There's a lot of people that never read Ken Wilber because they just think he's too complicated. It's too deep. You've taken some very deep material and you've distilled it down. Pardon me, but I'm going to say for the common guy, the guy out there on the street who's saying, "Hey." I'm not going to never read Ken Wilber. I don't want to understand about lines and levels of consciousness, but I do want to live my purpose, right? That's right. Yep. So, Democratizing purpose. That's right. So the piece, well, so here's so, what gets interesting is the thing that I don't see anybody else doing. And if you're aware of somebody, right. let me know. But the, I, this is a piece I think is unique is shadow work. The parts of ourselves we hide, repress, and deny. When we're talking about suffering, we're talking about, ugh, I don't like who I am. I don't like something about my life, my situation. You know, something is going on, and I'm suffering because I don't really understand it. And what right. all of the, you know, the ancient wisdom traditions talk about is, you know, turn the other cheek, resist not evil, right? There's this sort of this non-dual experience, and all that is to say is that, you know, you've got a shadow. It's the yin-yang, right? For, for as much light as you've got, there's darkness. And all I do in my process is I help people include that part. And why that's important, you know, this is Brene Brown's work. Uh, she calls it wholeheartedness. Going in and looking at those parts of ourselves that we've rejected through the socialization process, there's a baby in that bathwater. And psychologically, you right. know, Carl Jung would call it the gold. The gold in your shadow, that sliver of divinity, that's what my process helps you do very quickly by just identifying the ways of being and the things that we do that feel better and then feel worse. It sort of paints the shadow into a corner because it's in your blind spot. Very hard. It's slippery. It's hard to get at. Once you nail it down, you can get the gold out of it and then use that liberated energy, attention, and power to fuel the development of your strengths, and that's what pushes you the 4% beyond that puts you in flow. And I think that's what's unique about this process over everything else that I've studied. Well, so my listeners will want to know about that, and obviously at your website they can learn more by watching that video, and all they have to do is put in their email address to get to the video. But, you know... You talk about essence, you talk about strength, you talk about downfalls, you talk about shadows, and you talk about your gold. Um, if you were to summarize that, Craig, into the process you've created to help one create a life purpose statement, a vision statement, their missions, 
um, and turn these into the next, what we call uh, integration statement. What is the process look like? What do my listeners have to go through? Do they, can they, do they have to get on with you and coach? Do they basically have to, uh, do you have worksheets for them? Uh, do you help them in any other way? What is it that you actually do to help them get there? So I, on the video, and this is a couple of years of sort of, you know, rapid prototyping and figuring out how do I make this really succinct and accessible, democratizing purpose like we were talking about a moment ago. And, and to turn it into this 30-minute video was a lot of iterations over time to get it to this point. I don't think it can be any simpler. Um, that said, there's a lot more to the process. You know, again, it's this question that everybody gets to of, okay, great, I know my purpose. That's awesome. Well, that's kind of a big, big abstract thing because it's something that you're always doing. You know, you're living your purpose right now, whether you're aware of it or not, by putting it on the map makes you more aware of it, and then you can navigate into that flow state. But to really live your purpose, to integrate it, we have to walk it down the levels of abstraction. So that's where we come up with a vision statement, right, of if you could reach everybody on the planet, all 7.35 billion people with your purpose, either directly or indirectly, what kind of world would we live in? Right, a big vision, a north star that you're always reaching for, but you'll never actually attain. And then we have to walk it down to a mission. And this is what I think most people think of when they think of purpose. But again, purpose is abstract. It's existential. Your mission is strategic. It's a three to 10 year, big, hairy, audacious goal. It's like climbing Mount Everest or uh, becoming a doctor, right? An eight year uh, program in graduate school with a, you know, a residency. It's a big goal that you'll, you'll move for, you'll budget for, you organize your life around, you schedule for it, you network around it, right? It organizes all your decisions, and that mission needs to be in alignment with, it's like the mountain that you're climbing to get as close to that North Star as possible, but you'll actually get to the top of the mountain, plant your flag, graduate from grad school, right, and say, I did that. Then we have to have a milestone. This is like base camp or the semester, right? A six week to six months, something manageable. And then a clear next step. What's the one thing I can do today that'll get me closer to that goal, make everything else easier or inevitable, which is a very high leverage question. And it's something that if you do that every day, you get a little dopamine hit, right? Puts you in flow and you start to see progress towards your goal. And that feels amazing. So that's how we walk it down the levels of abstraction. And then I just wholesale use Ken Wilber's four quadrants, integral transformative practice, to have a simple practice for the self, the body, relationships, and systems to keep you in alignment and sort of prime your capacity to get in flow. Again, you know, enlightenment is an accident. Meditation makes you accident prone. Well, you better get meditating every day if that's what you've decided is your practice for hitting those flow states. So all of that together is the framework of purpose mapping. And if people are interested in going, you know, the full distance and really getting their life together and getting sorted, as Jordan B. Peterson would say, absolutely, I offer coaching and we can go deeper. And that's what I love to do. That's actually what puts me in flow. So this is, you know, an example of how I've built my life around, you know, I say build your contribution system around your flow state. That's the ultimate practice. Well, I love what uh, William James says, uh, begin to be here now, what you will be hereafter. And uh, I think that kind of statement 
is you know where you're headed now look there's a lot of these tools out there as you said uh it's it's prolific the numbers of people that are attempting to do this or attempting to help people uh, i recently did a uh, an interview with the creators of the best self journal which a lot of millennials are using today you yep. know um and and it's out there so you have a video and then you have a white sheet of paper is there something that people if they enter your coaching get from you as a tool that says hey look every day i need to be reminded of this um i need that and i want your coaching but i really want something else i know you don't have a book but the reality is do you have worksheets for these folks or do you have anything that helps them get jump started yeah i've got worksheets and depending on the level of coaching that people are interested in i've got a really it's a google doc and it's a place that we can work in together so that we're capturing the insights and we're framing them in a way that they're actionable you know i've been on Okay. Oh, how many hundreds of coaching calls over my life and you know I'm jotting down stuff in notebooks and of course maybe if I'm lucky I'll have time at the end of the year to review everything but what I like to do is I like to capture it in a place where it's very organized very clear this is the minimum amount of information I need to keep myself aligned in my life and then just keep that in front of me so that's the kind of worksheets mm -hmm. that I provide and I work with people to get the right information in there and then keep updating it because it's not a fixed thing. It's something that's evolving right. and growing as you evolve and grow. Awesome. Well, Craig, uh, you've really given my listeners, um, I think, a good perspective of purpose mapping. Um, I'm going to direct everybody who's listening because uh, Craig has set up a separate page for us. And it's uh, purposemapping.com forward slash inside personal growth. That's purposemapping.com forward slash inside personal growth. We will put a link to that as well so that you can um, take advantage of the offer that uh, Craig's making. What is that offer, Craig? It's the, it's the same thing. I just like to know where people are coming from so that I can, you know, okay. understand, hey, I, I, you know, you heard John Gregg's uh, podcast and... And then I kind of know the context when I'm talking to them. Great, 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 great. Well, I appreciate having you on again for all my listeners. Uh, I have no book reference here. I have a website to reference to. Um, and Craig does not have a book. This is Craig Felak, and his process is called PurposeMapping.com. So however you get there, get there. Watch his video. Put your email in. Um, you'll get access to this 30-minute video that he's created on showing you how to map your purpose. Um, it is, in, in a condensed version, helping you within 30 minutes to what I say, help to define and take the hard edges off, be the Michelangelo, you know, chip away at the, at the, uh, uh, at the statue and get to the essence of things. Um, and that's what Craig is able to do is help you get there quicker. Any final words for our listening audience, uh, Craig, around purpose and helping them define their purpose? You know, I have a question that I love to ask everybody. On a scale of zero to 100, how aligned, fulfilled, and in flow are you feeling with living your purpose right now? And then the next question is, what one thing could you do today, tiny little thing, that would get you closer to 100. That's the compass. That's the heart of all of this. 
So if you just mm-hmm. ask yourself that every day, you'll get yourself moving in the right direction and amazing things start to happen. New clarity, new relationships, new opportunity. It's always just taking that one step in the right direction that'll get you there. Well, I think that's important because I think in a reflection, uh, no matter how you do it, whether you meditate and then after the meditation, write down things. I have a process that, that I have in my book around that as well. No matter how you get there, the key is to spend some time doing it. Uh, uh, at this time of year in particular, people, we live in such a fast-paced world. Um, people are not taking the time for what I would consider as the important things. Um, those important things are family, friends. Uh, those important things are doing things like what Craig is advocating right now. And that is to look at your life and say, hey, well, if I repeated last year, again, this next year, Am I going to be happy or do I really want to make some change? And if I want to make that change, where do I want to make it? And what I would say is what Craig and I are saying is that starts with you defining this purpose and then everything else will flow from there. It is the foundation of almost everything in your life. Um, I spent Craig just last week with 30 other entrepreneurs um, in a, in a work program uh, defining my not only my organizational purpose, but my personal purpose. But we actually spent a whole eight hours in, in a kind of a classroom setting. And believe me, folks, it can take that long, but the reality is Craig is offering something up that you can do this a lot quicker. Um, Craig, it's thanks, for, yeah, so thanks for being great. on in. Yeah. Thanks for being on and spending some time with my listeners and sharing it again. Yeah. It's www.purposemapping.com forward slash inside personal growth. That'll be all over the blog. Um, but if you want to go there now, go there before you actually get to the blog, Craig, thanks for being on.